All right, and welcome back to another episode of Rebel with a Cause. I am your host, Eric, and joining me today, the man, the myth, the hair, the legend, uh, Mark Clare. How's it going, buddy? Eric, what's happening, man? Thanks for having me on. Ah, no problem at all. No problem at all. Just trying to get uh, something kicked off before the uh, craziness of the holidays begin. <laughs> oh, yes. So, uh, tell folks about uh, Lions of Liberty, but I guess uh, at this point most people know, but uh, go ahead and fill them in. Well, you never really know. You never really know. It's not like we're, we're, not, like, we're not quite Tom Cruise level famous yet. So, it's, <laughs> it's certainly possible that there are people that have not heard of the Lions of Liberty. True. Uh, but let's see. I have, you know, I have many different versions of this story because I've done a lot of podcasts uh, over the years here. And I, I can give you a five-minute version. I can give you a six-hour version. I'll try to, I'll try to find something in between, though. Uh, but uh, essentially, I'd say we're, we're all of us met at Penn State when we were in college, which is some amount of years ago that I don't need to disclose right now. But, um, uh, you know, we, uh, we weren't political in college. We were just friends. We were in the same fraternity. And then somehow, about uh, an undisclosed amount of time later, uh, Ron Paul ran for president. And, and actually... When I was in college, one of those friends, uh, his name is Howie. He's a part of the show now. He used to tell me about this guy, Ron Paul. If you can believe that at drinking at three in the morning led to someone telling me about Ron Paul. Uh, that might not seem crazy in 2010, but okay, I guess I will age us. This is in like 1998, 1999. This is before he was on the map at all, like in, in the current nice. libertarian movement. But yeah. but yeah, Howie had actually been a congressional page when he was in high school for this other congressman in Pennsylvania. But I guess he used to like see Ron Paul's speeches and he used to go into his office sometimes and like hang out with him. And Ron Paul would talk to him about liberty. And then he used to tell me about this congressman. It's like, oh, you should really check him out. And I was like, all right, I guess so. I don't know why my friend's like, talking about this congressman so much but i started reading his uh column at that time which was called texas straight talk and uh it just really stood out to me that that he looked at things so much differently like he was a republican but he spent most of his time criticizing republicans which was just unheard of that's not what happened right. uh, he would criticize the war on drugs criticize foreign policy and again this is the late 90s i mean he's made this part of the dialogue now but back then it wasn't even part of the dialogue the war on drugs is just something we all uh, agreed on i think even i was like you know oh yeah of course drugs should be illegal even if i know people that do something because they're, they're probably bad you know i we just people just bought these narratives i feel like in a lot uh, more of a way than they do now so um yeah, but uh, he really blew my mind just the way he was looking at things. And I can't say he made me like a, a libertarian overnight. I wasn't really thinking at things in that way. But he did maybe look at things outside of the two-party system. Yeah. Uh, so that's a little bit of a, a background. And then fast forward to when Ron Paul announced he was running for president in 2007. I remember just thinking, what? He's running for president? That's crazy. Uh, this won't go anywhere, but I'm excited about it. Like, that's interesting. And I started to get really into, obviously, um, all his YouTube videos started going viral. Uh, he had the Giuliani moment. And I was just like one of those maniacs that was posting and sharing Ron Paul, Ron Paul YouTube videos, like insanely, to the point that I think my friends were just getting annoyed by it. I was posting them. This is really aging myself once again on, on MySpace, uh, <laughs> posting them on, on Facebook. I was emailing him to my dad. My dad was like, oh, don't waste your time with this guy um, and, and stuff like that. So, you know, I was just really going crazy in the Ron Paul mania because I really was really struck by his bravery. Uh, the fact that he was really changing the conversation, introducing concepts and criticisms of our foreign policy of the war on drugs, uh, the Federal Reserve, things you just never heard in the mainstream dialogue. And I was really, um, really taken by his courage and the, the way he approached everything, the way he would never back down. But he always did everything with a smile at the same time. And uh, I, I was really inspired by the way he communicated and, and the way he was able to bring attention to these ideas. So eventually, um, fast forwarding to his second campaign in like 2011, 
uh, some of those friends that I, uh, from college, I had in the meantime sort of gotten interested in Ron Paul, gotten interested in the ideas of liberty, and we decided to form a website, Lions of Liberty. The Lions uh, kind of stemming from the fact that we all met at Penn State, the Nittany Lion is their mascot, and uh, it also felt very appropriate because we were very passionate, so we felt like uh, we were constantly out there sort of roaring for the ideas of liberty. So it all kind of came together, and for a few years, we were just basically a website. We started as essentially a, a Ron Paul propaganda site. Ron Paul would say something, we would talk about it and tell people to go look into him. You know, that was basically yeah. the whole thing. Uh, but eventually, after that campaign died down, we started getting into different areas. Like, I did some breakdowns of, of the ideas of anarcho-capitalism. And, and uh, we we're always trying to find ways to really bring these ideas to people in a different way. Just like, I think we always thought of it as, what, how would we talk about these ideas to a friend and sort of translate them in that way? Uh, and eventually, I decided to start a podcast out of that because I found myself listening to podcasts all the time, uh, whether I was walking my dogs, where I was working out, um, whatever I was doing, I, I find myself just constantly listening to podcasts and absorbing information. And I, I found myself, this might be really hard to believe now, but I, looking for libertarian podcasts and not really finding that many, uh, <laughs> that may seem like a really insane concept to people out there because you can yeah. type that word now and, and it's just like, broom, there's a bunch of them. But there wasn't really any uh, consistent libertarian interview podcast. That's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to open my phone and just listen to a new interview about someone you know, telling us about how they became into the ideas of liberty. And I, and I wasn't finding it. So I was like, okay, I guess I have to make it. Uh, of course, when I thought I was really about to revolutionize the podcast world, uh, some some nobody named Tom Woods also started his podcast the same week, five days a week. So I said, okay, well, maybe I do have a little competition here, but it, it didn't deter me. It actually inspired me. You know, when I saw him doing it five days a week, I said, okay, I can I can manage one, you know, I can manage one if this guy can do five. So, uh, yeah, we kind of, I kind of lived the parallel course with, with Tom Woods in some ways. I think, uh, obviously he's a lot bigger, but, uh, his podcast has grown. Our podcast has grown. I feel like, and finally it kind of came to a head a month or two ago when I finally got to be a guest formerly on the Tom Woods show, which yeah. was very exciting and quite an honor. So, uh, yeah, I think that's, a, um, that's probably the, you know, the middle ground length version of the Lions of Liberty story. Yeah. So in summary, it's all Howie Snowden's fault. So <laughs> exactly how he did it, how he did it. Uh, next t-shirt idea just for the lines of Liberty right there. How we did it. <laughs> How we did it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so not only is, uh, Tom Woods, king of the airport, king of the free ebook. Uh, he's also uh, king of the libertarian podcasters at this point, I think, but, uh, he is indeed. He is the, he's the godfather essentially <laughs> of lines of Liberty. Yeah. I, I, there was, um, there was one week where I tried doing an episode every day and I was like, uh, I'm like, I'm like running out of material here. <laughs> by uh by friday i was like yeah i can't do this all the time oh we'll just stick it to once a week that'll be enough <laughs> yeah <laughs> it gets kind of rough but uh you you got guys to help you out you got brian mcwilliams uh doing electric yes. liberty land on wednesdays and then uh john odie odermatt uh doing the felony fridays i'm glad you brought that up them up because they get mad at me when i go on podcasts and forget to name them <laughs> <laughs> which i sometimes do not intentionally just because uh, i'm forgetful you know, i get wrapped up in yeah. yeah, I mean, from the from the beginning of the show, um, you know, I, I wanted to do interviews, but I also always had the idea of bringing those guys in specifically them because we, they were the ones I saw as the most passionate, um, the most contributing to what we we're doing on, on the podcast. Yeah. And I know they both had really unique takes on things as well. You know, we have similar general philosophies, but we don't agree on everything. We don't come at things in the same way. So I always wanted to incorporate my friends and start doing like roundtable type shows, which we did with libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor, yeah. uh, which we still do. It's a part of all of our shows. And uh, yeah, I was really glad to see them eventually branch off and host their own, uh, you know, host their own shows on our podcast. So now we have, do have those three unique shows uh, every week, which is just, I think, part of our charm you know yeah yeah i i do love the uh the libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor because uh, some of those are my uh, my favorite ones <laughs> i do too my liver doesn't always love yeah them, but, you know, the liver is kind of like oh we're doing this again <laughs> right but uh 
Yeah, those uh, what I call like uh, the back porch episodes where everyone just kind of sits around and we're just kind of BSing each other. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, those are that's fun. what we did in real life. You know, that's who yeah. we are in real life. That's that's when we're the most ourselves, because no matter how long you do interviews like I've been doing it for six years, uh, there's still an element of like I'm playing the role of host here, even though I've, I've come to do it, you know, more right. naturally, certainly more naturally than I did six years ago. Uh, but I think it is a whole new thing when it's just the people I've been friends with for 20 years sitting around. We all know each other. And, uh, you know, we're, I talked about not aging myself like ten, uh, earlier and obviously I've done this several times now. Uh, yeah, but it's just like it's, it's like what we, it's, it's literally pretty much no different than what we do in real life. We would sit around, drink, talk politics, talk about whatever comes up. Now we just hit a record button and yeah. have like microphones yeah. is the only difference. Yeah. So it's uh, kind of like the underpants gnomes. You hit record. You know, step two is a question mark and then step three profit. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> At least that's how it's supposed to work. But uh, yeah, those uh, libertarians in living rooms uh, driving drinking liquor uh some of my favorite episodes there's a lot of uh, unintentional comedy that comes out of that oh yes none of this is scripted i promise this is our, our real life yeah especially <laughs> we when are we... this ridiculous it's true <laughs> and uh, i did get to see a little bit of that at the uh, last national convention in new orleans because um at the time i lived in louisiana it was about an hour away so i got to drive down there every day oh were you there did i meet you <laughs> uh probably not i was uh, one of the delegates I met a million on the people floor. that week so i you know it was, it was pretty hectic time. Yeah, I think I might have saw you in passing. I was like, hey, I think that was Mark Clare. <laughs> uh, I know I, I know saw what, John because you know, he's you tall. You know who else did that to me, which blew my mind? Tom Woods. I, I was walking around, <laughs> and, I, and I hear someone go, hey, is that Mark Clare? And I look, and it's Tom Woods recognizing me. I'm like, this is not how this is supposed to work. I, I'm supposed to recognize you and be flabbergasted. What's going on here? Not yeah. that he was flabbergasted. He wasn't flabbergasted. But. Yeah, I got to see uh, Tom Woods uh, a little bit after the Mises Caucus uh, bash. Uh, I had to come uh-huh. back to the hotel because they were doing some kind of vote thing and uh, i kind of saw him on my way in there and i said hey it's tom woods and i kind of shook his hand real quick because he had a whole uh, a gaggle of people Entourage. around him yeah, yeah so i was like yeah, i don't want to take surrounded up too much by his time. uh <laughs> his left flank walter block his right flank bob murphy behind him he's got michael Baldwin. he's got the you know the liberty uh, mafia with him <laughs> yeah it, in the military uh they uh, people like that were often referred to as butt sharks for the generals because it was always like these captains and lieutenants and stuff all trying to get like promotions. But, you know, I can't use that when you're talking about Walter Block and uh, Michael Bolden and everybody. So, uh, yeah, that was a uh, national convention was a fun time. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to uh, the next one uh, here next year in Austin and also uh, Childerberg. And I guess we can kind of get into that. Uh, have we got a list of people that we are going to kidnap and maybe introduce into our cult? I, I mean, uh, get together. <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed that question there. But yeah, oh. I think you went out for a second. Oh, great. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the uh, the next uh, national convention in Austin, Texas, as well as uh, Childerberg. And I was just asking if you had like a list of people we were going to kidnap and take over to our cult. Uh, I mean, uh, oh yes, well there is a list. It's a very secret list. Um, secret list at this point. Yes, yeah, so I, I cannot reveal the names, but uh, and obviously it's not actually a cult, of course. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yes, uh, but yes, uh, we have we have some plans in the work. Let's let's just put it that way. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Uh, so uh, we're gonna have to send the Childozer around. That's the name of the van that's gonna take people uh, from back and forth. Uh, I did... Oh yeah, that, that's not that's not creepy sounding at all. <laughs> hey well, kids, come on, hop in the Childozer. Hop in the Jill. Childozer with a picture of the Killdozer on the side. So I, I did some of the <laughs> graphics for it. So awesome. <laughs> it, it's going to be a great time. Um, there may uh, be some talk of uh, Alex Jones, like trying to uh, come in a bullhorn of uh, the national convention. And, I, and if that does happen, yeah, I'll is, laugh. is that a real thing that there are some people speculating that he may do that. Oh, wow. 
But that, I was like, that would be amazing. Can we just get him to come over and bullhorn Childerberg, but tell him it's like a secret oh, Bilderberg meeting? <laughs> please, yes. You know, I wouldn't shock. Well, it might shock me, but it, I, you know, if there was any way to sell it to Alex Jones, it would be the, the conspiracy angle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, hey, they're having a meeting in the park right now. Let's go. <laughs> that would be uh, that would be really hilarious. Uh, it would also it would be, be very uncomfortable for a lot of the uh, the normie libertarians that haven't gotten too deep into the conspiracy corner yet. So yeah. <laughs> That's the thing with libertarianism and I guess with anything, there's like, there's so many, like there, there's just like anything, anybody can put a label on themselves and say, I'm kind of this. So you see like all sorts of people using that term sometimes and you're, you just think to yourself, okay, well, it's good that people say this word, then in a sense, it's good that it seems to be out there more, but then you see some of the people and then the other things they say and you're like, okay, I don't know if I'm comfortable with this person using the word of the thing that I associate with <laughs> and having these ideas. And I don't think there's any way to like thought patrol police what people say and what they call themselves. I think right. all we can do is try to be really clear about our ideas and hope that we can convince as many people to think, quote unquote, whatever we see as the correct libertarian position as opposed to, you know, taking the negative path of just chastising people who you know, <laughs> say things the wrong way or have the wrong positions or what we see as the wrong positions. Yeah, uh, I think I just answered a question I was never asked. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah, at the last convention, there was a guy walking around in a Union uh, soldier uh, outfit uh, drinking oh, yeah. moonshine the entire time. And uh, I had posted a picture because we were uh, at this uh, one of the little uh, breakout sessions. And uh, we were, you know, we're talking about you know bringing capitalism to space. And I was sitting at the table with this guy. And I was, I was like, only at the Libertarian National Convention can you find juxtaposition such as this. <laughs> it actually reminds me of uh, that moonshine guy. Uh, I forget the actual guy's name, but there were actually a couple of people that had moonshine there. And uh, it actually inspired the creation of a caucus known as the Libertarian Party Moonshine Caucus, which uh, currently exists on Facebook. <laughs> I, I, I am not you, surprised. If you like moonshine and you're in the party, I encourage you to look it up. <laughs> I am not surprised. We have a pineapple on pizza caucus. We have no pineapple on pizza caucus. Yep. And uh, myself, I'm a redhead, and so there's quite a lot of redheaded libertarians. So there may be is there a, a ginger, ginger caucus. Yeah, there might be a ginger caucus coming. Is it offensive to say ginger, or is that is that fine? Uh, I, mean, I know you're not offended, but to a normal yeah. redhead, would that be offensive? I, I guess. I, if someone I never knew works. the word ginger, I guess. But uh, yeah, I mean that's a like a, that's a British slang term. You know, we haven't a even ginger. <laughs> right, you bloody ginger. But uh... oh, what's that? It's mid roll read. Uh, excuse me, Rebel. Uh, yes, Harry, what is it? Do you know where you're not going to be introduced into a cult? Uh, would that be Childerberg? That's right, Childerberg! All right, so why don't you head on over to www.childerberg.com, find out all the details for yourself, and investigate Childerberg! Yeah, the uh, the Ginger Caucus, you know, we can all tell them to come over here and take a picture, but n- nothing will come out because of all the whiteness, but, uh, you know, <laughs> send the contrast too high on the picture. That'd be great. Now that's racist. <laughs> Just cue the little gif of the black kids. Uh, that's racist. <laughs> Love that stuff. But uh, so any, uh, any uh, big guests coming up on Lines of Liberty soon that we should be uh, keeping our ear holes uh, prepared for? Big guests. Big guests coming soon. Well, by the time this airs, I think I will have just aired my interview with someone I believe you're also interviewing soon, and that's uh, Monica Perez of the Monica oh, Perez yeah. Show. Yeah, I've actually that's got Monica exciting. on tomorrow. So <laughs> Awesome. So, uh, yeah, I'm have an episode with her coming out. And uh, also interviewing, actually, after I get done with you here, I'm interviewing – 
I'm sure you probably heard of this guy. His name is Joshua Childress. He's a former Border Patrol agent. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, he resigned from the Border Patrol and uh, basically has become pretty much a full-blown libertarian from what I can tell. But he at least takes a very libertarian position on, on immigration. And it's pretty much, as far as I can tell, uh, an open borders guy now. So uh, it's quite the, yeah. uh, quite the turnaround. And he's been a guest on a few other libertarian shows, too. So I'm really excited to talk to him. And uh, what else? Uh, yeah, those are the only, only ones I think I've got nailed down for certain in a few weeks. But <laughs> we're always finding new guests. Things are always happening. Yeah. yeah and of all- course, uh, you know, it's the holidays are coming up and we do uh, all sorts of special holiday drinking type shows. So uh, <laughs> every Christmas we do uh, we do uh, like a <clears throat> what do we call it, man? I, I'm totally blanking on what we actually naughty or nice. There we go. Phew. Oh uh, yeah, we do a, a liberty naughty or nice every year where we, you know, it's pretty self-explanatory. We we have a, we come up with a sort of a list of people and we uh, discuss if they've been naughty or nice for liberty. Yeah, so, um, that's uh, that's going to be quite the list for this year. Uh, yeah, can, we I mean I we imagine. only have so much time in the day. We could probably <laughs> the problem is every year we have a whole list of people and then we talk about the first one and it's like that one takes thirty minutes and then we're like okay. We're not going to get to the next forty people on this list, so we we usually don't end up getting through our our our, our full list. But um, you know, we usually uh, it's always a fun time. That's yeah, sure. talk about content Drink creation though. <laughs> yes. Yeah, send some send something out for the uh, for the extras on the on the Patreon, I guess. But uh, yeah, oh yeah, so we are always thing. again you're bringing things up that I need to plug that I might have forgotten to. See, yes, we do a ton and ton of bonus content for our Patreon supporters. We don't just like to accept money; we like to make sure that people get. Uh, a lot of bang for that buck. So we do literally just insane amounts of bonus content, uh, especially Brian right now. He's going mad uh, doing, he does our South Park recap show, uh, Rick and Morty show. Yeah. He does do nothing, man. Uh, he's, he's doing a ton. Uh, Degenerate Gamblers, the show that I don't do, but uh, the other crews do. They, um, they basically just drink and gamble and talk about old stories from college, which are always fun. And then <laughs> I also do Conspiracy Corner, yeah, uh, which is our, our monthly dive into a different conspiracy theory. And I'm also always trying to do bonus segments. It doesn't work out time-wise with every guest, but I often try to do segments where I take you know questions from the Patreon subscribers and uh, try to get those directly to the guests. So yeah, we are we are constantly thinking of new ways to to please our patrons. We don't just want to accept charity. We want to give you plenty of money for your bucks. So yeah, patreon.com slash Lions of Liberty. Our podcast is free. You can subscribe anywhere you want and get all three episodes uh, three days a week. Uh, but if you want to pay us money, that is one w- way to do so. And you can also, uh, we also accept cryptocurrency, you know, PayPal uh, or lionsliberty.com slash donate. You can find ways to uh, contribute there as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's pretty good, uh, pretty good extra content on, on the side there. Uh, I've got one Patreon subscriber at this point. So he just gets like a, you know, libertarian basics every now and then. And some of the like after show, like little chit chat and stuff. It's usually only, it like, it starts a couple with minutes. one. You got to yeah. have your first one to have your second. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I would post stuff on minds.com and every now and then someone would like just tip me a token on there. So it's like, all right, here's the link for the stuff. There you go. <laughs> so, Is that how minds works? Yeah, they yeah, have, you, uh, you can boost your own minds. content on there. And then uh, every now and then someone can like uh, send you one of the minds tokens, which uh, I haven't found a way to actually get off of the site yet. So. <laughs> That's the sca- uh, That's the trick. That's how they get you. <laughs> yeah. All like, right. You can you you got you got all this money, but it's all in Mindcoin, and you can only use it at Minds.com. That, wow. That's right. Uh, it's like trying to get it transferred over to Ether, and then trying to get it off of there. It's a little tricky. I guess I'd actually have to sit down and try to do it one day, but that's okay. That's actually one of my uh, first encounters with Dark Tom Woods. I had an uh, like a twenty-five oh. minute interview with uh, Bill Ottman from Minds that uh, oh, no. it got recorded, but there was no audio. Like you can hear the little. Skype a uh, ringtone and then that was it. Wow. 
Weird. <laughs> that was kind of weird. I was like, uh, all right, uh, maybe I saved it on something else. Nope, nope. It's still I, I not there. I think that's something that happens to every podcaster at some point. Like, you're not a podcaster unless you've done an interview that wasn't recorded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at some point. I did, uh, like, one of my first interviews I did with Robert Wenzel. And uh, about 25 minutes in, I look up to see my timer. Um, my recording timer and i realized there is no recording timer because i'm not recording and i was just like oh my i felt so bad because I, I was not prepared for that you know to happen i never yeah. even heard to me i might forget to record and then of course i set things to auto record but he was really awesome i was like hey look i'm so sorry i am so embarrassed right now we didn't record any, any of that last 25 minutes i'm and but he was really cool about it and we just started the whole thing over and i actually think the second time was better so you know, maybe yeah, well there you go yeah try to get to now that you kind of know what's what's about to happen, you know, it can right. it can it can be exactly. a good thing. But uh, yeah, uh, and it's a good thing that uh, Robert Wenzel was a uh, was a good sport about it. I'm I'm pretty sure there might yes, be a, a, a guest or two out there that was like, really, you you weren't recording? Sure. <laughs> oh, sure. And there's plenty of people where it's like, all right, you've got 35 minutes with this person. Yes. Now, like, what if I did that with Ron Paul? I mean, that would just be so embarrassing. Oh. He probably would have been nice about it because he's really nice. But I would have been very embarrassed because you know he usually yeah. has like a really tight schedule. So it's like, all right, well, that was a. Uh, it was a nice conversation, but I'll only you and I will remember. Yeah, it's like uh, maybe next time I'll actually remember to hit record, <laughs> right? Or or save as but, when I'm when I'm done. But I have never forgotten since then. So yeah, yeah. It really, only takes one time to shock you into into action. I think <laughs> it's that one mistake that will just forever burn into your memory. It was like, oh yeah, no, no, we hit record. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, thankfully, uh, Dark Tom Woods only kind of goes after uh, just like little stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So far. <laughs> So far, uh, maybe he makes a, an entire appearance on to uh, the national convention, and then you know, like pulls the chairs out from behind us. Oh man, I, I don't know if I can handle a dark Tom, Tom Woods uh, uh, manifesting in, in a physical way in front of my eyes. That might be too much for me. Yeah, he'd be like the uh, complete reverse. So he's like six foot five and you know clean shaven. <laughs> yeah, that would that would uh, that would be a little scary actually. Someone should just dress good. up as Dark Tom Woods. <laughs> I'm six foot one. I, I, I may be knows what that Yeah. <laughs> you never know what you're going to see at a libertarian event. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, last one we had uh, dildos uh, for telling the uh, libertarian socialists how to vote. That was uh, kind of fun. Uh, my wife walked into the back and was like, do they really have green and red dildos? And I was like, mm-hmm. Yep, they sure do. Uh, this year <laughs> yeah, we didn't get anybody happened. stripping down to a, to a bikini bottom. <laughs> we did not. Being 50 it's, it's pounds It's kind of like a conundrum. It's kind of like a libertarian conundrum because you really want to be about freedom of expression and all of these wonderful things, but you also want your. I also want my dad to take us seriously. You know, I want exactly. like real human beings to take us seriously, and that stuff just doesn't help. You know, and it's like you know, I want to be like, yeah, you're free to express yourselves, but can you just not wave the dildos around on C-SPAN? Can we at least just meet there? Like, bring them to the party afterwards. I'm fine with that. Yeah, and we just keep them away until we're off TV. <laughs> so uh future hashtag uh hashtag keep the gala weird oh <laughs> uh, that was yeah that was another bizarre experience uh walking into the gala at the last second and then uh out comes bill weld with a uh with a full tux with the tails and everything and brown loafers oh, yeah i've seen i wasn't on a, at the gala but i did uh is it gala or gala i say gala but i don't know i don't think i've ever heard anyone say the word out loud until you did just now <laughs> i, I, I think I, i've only read it yeah, it's that's kind of one of those words, and uh, yeah. yeah, my wife will. Uh, you say please. gala, I say gala. Right. So uh, I like to needle my wife a little bit with the uh, whole pecan pecan thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, because what did she say? Oh, it, we're in Louisiana, you know, Texas South. It's it's pecan. See, 
<laughs> I always thought it was pecan, but then I remembered pecan Sam because it kind of rhymed. So now yeah. I just don't know what to think. Yeah, that's a. Uh, my wife one time I was uh, saying it just to kind of irk her, and she pointed over to the little porta potties at a music festival. She goes, "No, those are pecans." I was like, "Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha." <laughs> but yeah, that, oh man, just looking forward to it, and it's a uh, it's coming up very very quickly in May. So we've got yeah, uh, national convention. Wait. I'm gonna be splitting my time between that and Childerberg. It's it's gonna be great. Yeah, we're can't hoping wait. to do uh, maybe take the Childozer back and forth uh, a couple times throughout, or maybe bring a Childerberg. Childerberg contingent into into the convention hall at some point. Who knows? Maybe there'll be a, an officially official Childerberg back. To can- well, I know that Car and Bird have already endorsed the Todd Hagopian as the yes. chair, so there is yeah. already sort of a, a, field, a Childerberg associated uh, candidate, you might say. Yeah, and I think uh, Bird was actually trying to work on becoming a delegate for the uh, the New York party, which will be kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, last year I was a delegate. Not last year, 2016, uh, 2018? 2018. Yeah, yeah, twenty eighteen, and. Uh, I was, I don't know if I want to do it this year the same because it was just a lot of work because I was there as media. I was there as Lions Liberty doing interviews the whole time and drinking throughout the day, of course. Uh, and then I was also a delegate for California. So I had to yeah. keep coming back in for like certain votes and it was just too much. Um, so I, while I want to be a delegate in theory, yeah. uh, if, there's good, if there's good people to do it instead of me, I think I would rather just, you know, if there's someone who might think the same way I would, I'd rather just kind of like be doing my media stuff and not worrying about being around for every vote because that did, that was a little a little taxing especially when i want to run run off to childerberg uh, now and again too so it's gonna yeah be, uh, it's gonna be a lot to lot to juggle but we're gonna make it happen in fact i, I think that's where uh, uh i probably ran across you because uh i think california was kind of sitting up towards the front and then yeah uh, yeah right yeah, we were on the fr- front right yeah so we had the little cards of uh can't even remember what it was for but uh, i went to go put my cards in the box and i think i looked over and i was like oh yeah there's more clear <laughs> It was like you you stood out immediately. Don't don't ever be afraid to yell. Oh my God, is that Mark Claire? I will totally be uh, fine with it and flattered. <laughs> Do the whole uh, look over your shoulder, like, oh, who me? Yeah, <laughs> I have not been recognized nearly enough to be over it. So you know, I'm not there yet. So you know, feel free, <laughs> feel free. If you see if you see the hair, if you see the mane, a waving at a Liberty event, you know, feel free to harass me. I'm totally, you know, I totally, I still need my ego boosted. I'm not at the fra- I'm not at the phase where I'm, you know, I'll, I'll max out on that. Yet. <laughs> yeah, I may play a little coy. I may like, oh, stop. Well, just a little bit more. Just, but really, stop. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's uh, probably a good place to uh, cut it right there. Uh, Mark, thanks a lot for uh, being on. Uh, go ahead and uh, drop any plugs that you have, and uh, we'll get you out of here. Sure thing. Well, we are the Lions of Liberty, and uh, you guys know how to use the internet, so you can find us on Facebook, find us on Twitter. It's very, very simple. Uh, I'd also like to encourage people to join our, our public forum. We also have a private Facebook group for our Patreon supporters. But uh, if you just Google, Google, if you go on Facebook and search Lions of Liberty Forum, uh, you will find that group. And if you just, you know, tell us how you heard about the show. In this case, if, if you're new, if you're just hearing about us now, you can say you heard us on uh, Rebel with a Cause. So, yeah. and uh, we'll let you in there. And uh, that's just to really prevent against, you know, Nigerian princes and, and that sort of thing uh, coming in. Not that we have anything against actual Nigerian princes. If you're, yes. if you're the actual prince of Nigeria, come on in. Uh, just tell us where you, where you heard about the show. But if you're a scammer, we'd like to keep you out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the way you can kind of interact with us a bit and get to know the show better. And then, uh, of course, if you do really want to pay us money, again, patreon.com slash lionsofliberty and uh, lionsofliberty.com slash donate. Of course, our main website for everything and anything is uh, lionsofliberty.com, which we are hoping to revamp in the coming year because that is an outdated website. And the best part about our podcast is not our website. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Like the website should always be like the landing to send you elsewhere. Yeah. But, right, uh... right. 
All right, Mark. Well, thanks again for for being on, uh, guys. Uh, definitely check out the Lions of Liberty if you're not already listening. And uh, I can't imagine there can't be a few of you out there still not listening. But uh, you know, uh, give my man Mark, Brian, and uh, John Odermatt some uh, some love over there. Uh, anyways, come 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 hear us roar. Yes. Uh, meow. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Mark. Have a great night. Good. Thanks, Eric. Right, Appreciate bye. it. All right, and there he goes. That was a great episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, while you're checking out uh, the Lines of Liberty stuff, uh, take a look down in my show notes. Uh, I've got links there to the Patreon account, uh, Subscribestar, Bitbacker.io, uh, the PayPal uh, donate uh, link, the uh, Cash App donate link, and as well the uh, store on Teespring.com. Uh, so you can order T-shirts, coffee mugs, and everything. And right now I am running a sale called Free Ship. And uh, that's the promo code you put in at checkout, and that'll get you free shipping on U.S. orders. So if you got a hat or coffee mug or a T-shirt, and you don't want to pay that pesky shipping charge, it's on me this time. All right? So anyways, guys, have yourself a great week. And next week, we will have the great Monica Perez on. Uh, It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Anyways, out. (laughs) 